the FCF fucking L podcast. FCFL, 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 FCFL. Yeah, it's FCFL, baby. Year five. Actually, it's year Coming eight. Live. Not live. Every Wednesday we got the podcast, it's, baby. It's not happening on no. Wednesday. But whatever. We're just doing our jobs, placing hard odds in positions to score. Decisions galore. Just ignore the commission, nor when the floor's being mopped with this team. But I'm defending Sacco. No, you're not. I can't even mock him, it seems. We got the only league where guys trade rape themselves. Bill will trade you a dick for a six and ten tickets. Well, Evan, you'll never win, but go on and keep hoping. True too. Jeff Joe Matt helped Nick knock a Gemma off the trophy. They did. Some ongoing shit talk. Figured we record it. Play it back for the assholes who figured they ignore it. Brought to you by the people who care because it's important. The two hosts, Adam Corsair and Chris Orban. Lancaster Pickles in a damn Corsair. We'll put your every single move into their damn crosshairs. FCFL podcast coming at you every Wednesday. What's up now, Matthew Berry? He fucking made it. You made it to the show. Congratulations, Chris. All right. The remaining off-season review week one preview. We got a full house. I miss this shit. Uh, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? What? Why are you showing me your your screen? What are you Googling right now? Whatever we need. I'm ready to go. So you're not prepared? I know I am prepared. 100% almost prepared. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like literally prepared. I'm fucking ready. Fuck you. But what are you I'm Googling like, if you're prepared? Whatever we need. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Jamie and fucking Joe Rogan. Like, I'm ready to Google whatever we happen to discuss or argue about. And you can see my activities, so you know I'm not just, like, making shit up. Yeah. Let's look at, let's look at them Reebok sneakers. All right, yeah, yeah, what what do you, let's check out yeah. your Google history. This is fun. I don't Google anything weird. I don't. Yeah, these are sick. These, like, middle ones. Yeah, those For those that good. can't see at home, we're looking at sweet Reebok sneakers. You know how For, many hey, people are listening to this? 11. No, now 9, because we're talking. So 9. Hey, you want to know how many people are listening to us right now? 3, because there's 3 of us talking. Well, yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> after the point of recording. Actually, you know what? It was weird. I don't know if anybody listened to this twice, but on Anchor, you can see um, the amount of plays. Episode 1 got 13 plays, so someone must have listened to it twice. Let's look at that. Let's play this game. What are we playing? You just start a question and see what's like the most popular searches in the planet. How do I live without you? Yeah. How do I how do I live without you is there. But how do I number one is get a passport? So your shock absorber is really good right now because I can't hear you typing at all. Oh, yeah, that's good. Hey, uh yeah, so FCF fucking out. Wait, we have uh I have a, a business thing to attend to with you guys and including Mark. So we need to like structure the names of the podcasts uh a lot more simply. So instead of doing numbers or weeks, let's do episodes and seasons. So what season is this? Three. Of the I thought it was four. No. We only did we did a whole season in two thousand sixteen. We tried to do it in two thousand seventeen. I couldn't do it. 2018, we took off. 2019 is now. No, we did... What? Okay, so this is season four, then. Three. We never... Three. Th- uh, season three of the podcast. All right, fine. Season three of the podcast, episode two. I'm sure with that. All right. That's uh, how we have to name this shit. Sure. I mean, right. yeah, I can do that. Um. Yeah. Anyways... So, Chris, I kind of wanted to surprise you with this, but Chris Aubin's here. No. The champ is here! Uh, yeah. No, it's a fucking... Hey! That's awesome. <laughs> uh, also, there's guys with hammers on Mark's roof, and you can hear it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's true. so many guys on the roof. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, but, no, it's uh... cool. I think once we have some music, it won't be weird. But Mark is uh... here. What up, Mark? Yo, yo, what up? Yeah, fucking Kamish, the golden motherfucking Kamish is in the house. What's up? Shit! Golden. <laughs> I gotta change my team team name still. Yeah. I'm running. I'm running out of wigger ideas. Golden wiggers. So we got a docket. Um, I actually yeah, I'm made ready. 
I made a docket. Um, but before we begin, happy Labor Day, motherfuckers. You guys aren't yeah. working today because we're free of labor. What's up? Nothing. You guys are doing nothing today. Uh, I'm, no, I'm going to podcast. I'm uh, going to be doing some work. And then I'm going to clean my house a little bit. And then uh, I'm going to sit on the couch for the rest of the day. Mark, you're actually going to work? No, no, no. Just shit around the house. Got it. All right. Oh, Everybody's yeah. got shit around the house, dude. How is dude. that humble abode, man? It's going, man. It's pretty yeah. sweet. You gotta yeah. come by. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. gonna come by. October fifth. Be here. Okay. Um also happy new year, everybody. Happy week one. It yeah, it's crazy. It's here. It's here. Yeah. Um we talked Hopefully about it's a this... good game on Thursday. Was it Bears we'll Packers? See. Bears Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't there be a game? I said, I hope it's a good game. Oh. Yeah. Um, Matt Morell, I saw him yesterday. He assures me that the intro is on the way. He said he wrote it and that all he has to do is record it. So it should be on the way. And um, also, funny story yesterday, I felt super bad. Um, Brenna is starting to walk now, and she's like, when she walks, she gets super ahead of herself. And yesterday, she fucking face planted into the wall. <laughs> she fucking fell and face planted right into the wall. And like, she didn't break her nose, but there was a little bit of blood. And I couldn't stop laughing. And I felt like such a terrible dad. Like, it was. <laughs> Where did the blood come out? It was just like a little gash underneath her nose. And she was fucking oh, okay. hyperventilating, crying. And I was just. Oh. Laughing. Oh, you're laughing at her. It's funny when people fall, even if they're your own children. You gotta follow on Instagram kids getting hurt. Uh, it's just <laughs> videos of kids fucking up. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Alright, um, we got news and notes. We got grade the trade. We got power rankings. We got predictions. And we got some shit to shoot, so... Um, anything else you guys want to touch on before we get into NFC, FCFL nitty gritty? Besides Mark's roof getting done. I'm, try, I'm trying to see. Is there a... Okay, I was just trying to see how long we were recording for. I see it. Yeah. We're I good. Can. Let's go. All right. Let's go. All right, let's go week one. Uh, Robbie Anderson of the wet walls of the Wiggers is sidelined with a calf injury and is listed as day to day. Um, AJ Wait, Green. why do we not have any music? I'm interrupting you. Oh, you want some music, motherfucker? Yeah. All right. We usually do news and notes without music, but we can do All it. right, fine. No music for news and notes. It's, I don't want to ruin the show. It's too late. Here we go. All right. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I already said that. AJ Green of Wiggas and Company is not a candidate for the IR. Hey now, Mark. He'll come back. Um, Melvin Gordon of Bill's Stupid Emoji Team has gotten permission to seek a trade. Maybe too late in the game because I don't know. Right. I don't know of any team that needs a running back that can afford ten million dollars. That's just me. Um, Ezekiel Elliott of Lancaster Pricklers is having a clusterfuck with Jerry Jones in the latest news as of Monday morning. He's frustrated the front office with his demands, and they are expected him to not play. How do you feel about that, Chris? Uh, it sucks if you lose your RB1 for any amount of time, but yeah. there's nothing I can do about it, so whatever. All right, all right. Um, Kenneth Dixon of the Lancaster Pricklers suffered a season-ending injury to which has not really been specified, so he's done. Um, yeah, that guy hasn't played now in like three years. He was supposed to be a big deal. Uh, he's probably going to retire and be done or go to a practice squad. Are you going to cut him? Uh, I mean, once he's N.A., Okay. Right. Unless there's somebody awesome that I need to pick up, and then I will. All right. Um, I don't know how to say this guy's first name. Aquanimius St. Brown? Aquanimus. Yeah, sure. He's placed on IR. He won't be back until week eight, the earliest. Uh, DK Metcalf of Ontology is on track to make his return week one, although he's being described as day-to-day. Nikhil Harry of Shroot Farms is a candidate for the IR, and we will see. I guess that's TBD. Um, 
Cameron Meredith of Thunder, no, thank God for Trump, is on the pup and will not play for the first six weeks of the season. Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon of Thunder Thighs and Cankles was placed on IR and will not play for the remainder of the season. I call that good trademark. Good trade. Is there anything that you guys want to comment on regarding all those motherfuckers? Nope. No. No. I, uh, while you we were doing that, I was looking through the settings and they still, yeah, they still haven't added an NA spot. I wish Yahoo would add an NA spot for the poor bastards who get stuck with like a Gronk or something so you could add an NA slot. But is that like an IR you, but for NA? Yeah. So baseball has it oh, constantly. Shit. Because people are, when you get sent down to the minors, you go on the NA, so you can plug them into your NA slot. Right, but right. You can't do it on Yahoo, guys. Sorry. Well, not yet, at least. Fucking Yahoo. Yeah. Um, what the fuck are you researching now, Chris? God damn. Nothing. All right. All right, let's talk trades, because there were uh, quite a few. There were one, two, three trades, there were one three. of which was pretty big, and... One of which also, Chris, involves you. And one yeah. of which involves me. Um, so let's get started. I traded Jacksonville to Pagano in exchange for Baltimore. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but you kind of were banking on me not recognizing the bye weeks. I mean, I just, I wasn't going to say anything. I noticed <laughs> it. I was looking for defenses to trade. Um, so I looked at everyone's defenses and I... I specifically did not say anything to you in hopes that maybe you'd fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like Jacksonville. Well, you would have you would have had like half the season to realize it because yeah, bye weeks weren't until like the middle of the season. So do you really think do you really think it would have changed your entire season if you just streamed somebody off waivers? No, because that means I would have had to drop one of those defenses, and I didn't want to. Yeah, they're too good to drop. Those are you got to get something for them. Yeah. Because you can't have more than two defenses on your team. So I was kind of left in a pickle. Yeah, um, so you have like one that's like whatever, and you have another one that's like also better. Yeah, but I had Jacksonville and Denver at the time, and neither of which are considered whatever. Neither are droppable. Yeah. So yeah, had to yeah. make a move. You, you definitely want to get something for those. Yeah. Um, like another defense. That's what I did. <laughs> And they don't have matching <laughs> bye weeks. Chris, you traded Allen Robinson in a 2020 first round pick for fucking Antonio Brown to Nick. You got it. So I actually realized, and I, I we're not going to backtrack, but all that shit that you talked about on the first podcast essentially ended in Nick getting AB, and now he got rid of AB. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. I mean, so, like, so the, the drama, the drama of that trade resulted in him getting a Rob and a first. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's like he never traded his first to begin with, right? Because didn't he give up a first to get Brown? Yeah, to get AB. Yeah. yeah. So he ended up just getting Antonio. I mean, uh, Allen Robinson, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Chris, I, speaking of the other pod, you were kind of talking shit about Antonio Brown, and then you took the dive. Uh, because it, it makes perfect sense for my team. So, like, to me, it was a very simple kind of like, if I get if I pay slightly more than what he's worth i feel like for a team that's competing to win and making a push because if i if i can't win now it'll be probably a couple years before i can make another one um yeah i just felt like it made the most sense um everyone knows when i trade i'll overpay if i want the guy um you know so it's what it is if it if it pans out it's a gamble like anything else but if it pans out the way that i think it should um, it'll be a pretty, pretty nice move, I think. Well, the thing that puzzles me about all this is that, like, I feel like there are only a few players in which I would trade a first round pick for. And I'm surprised that you think Antonio Brown is one of them. Oh, dude. I think, I think, you yeah, I, I think yeah, you're overvaluing first round pick. It's still a rookie pick. Yeah, yeah but everyone's like... Still a even a 2020 pick. Yeah, dude, that's, but it's, it's still gold, a rookie but pick. To get someone like, uh, say, Michael Thomas, if you were trying to get Michael Thomas from Bill, now I know it's Bill, but let's say you were trying to get it from someone who was reasonable, you would have to give up. Like, if I had Michael Thomas, I would probably want legit, like, two or three first-round picks. I would do it. Which, which you wouldn't even be able to do currently unless right. you had three of them. 
but I would do uh, it. Like, I think he's worth that. that. I wouldn't do that. I don't. I don't. You don't think but Michael Thomas is worth that? Three firsts? No. Like, three 2021sts. No. You're really? saying that's too much for him, or you're saying I'm that's saying not I, I'm saying I wouldn't pay that. Like, I wouldn't pay that for him. I remember, I, I don't know if it was in DS or in this league, but I hit you up for OBJ, and you're like, dude, it would literally be like three or four first-round picks that I would want for him. Yeah. Oh, no, I know that. I, know, I, I'm Michael not Tom, saying... I think Michael Thomas is bigger and better than OBJ now. 100%. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to see him on the on the on like the actual because like the thing with michael thomas is you still got drew Brees lauren to you so i'd like to see once they get a, a rookie in there i want to see how they do so that's the only thing that freaks me out about that yeah I mean, whereas we already know that like he is going to be very very dangerous with uh the new rookie in cleveland yeah but so okay I'd, what you mean Baker? yeah but it's also it's also super loaded there I don't know, man. It's yeah. you know, tit for tat. But I would rather go. I would. I would take Michael Thomas over OBJ. Yeah. Do you know that Sammy Watkins played more regular season games than OBJ? Yeah. But so was you that... still think OBJ is worth more than Michael Thomas, who has barely missed any time? I think so. Yeah. I, that's just how I value him. I'm not. That's. So what would it take for someone to trade you? I think don't you have OBJ still? He does. Oh yeah. So what? So if someone were to actually buy him from you, what would it take? Not players, just go picks. All picks. All picks within the all FCFL picks. rules too, like not in the abstract. I think it would be. I think it, all picks. It would probably be like two firsts a second. So okay. three picks say. total in twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, I would say like two firsts and a second. That would be like what I would move him for, uh, because you need if, to have that opportunity to try to replace someone like that. So you'd need two shots at the first round. The second is an add-in, you know, for a mid-tier player or a low-tier player. Yeah, it's still a rookie. It's still a rookie thing. So that's but, a, that's a that's a rebuild move. If you're rebuilding yeah. and you're like, all right, OBJ is not really what I want him to be. I need to rebuild. You you get rid of him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, that's also I, why AB doesn't make sense on on Nick's team. Correct. Literally trade bait, and that's why I was like, dude, you don't need because he wanted like a like a ridiculous amount, and I was like, no one's gonna pay you that. So let me just over, give you a potential wide receiver one, but most likely a wide receiver two and a first. Yeah, there are only a few players that I feel are worth a first, like on paper, like really, I, yeah, like a few. only a like small how many handful. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know, man. That, that's <laughs> that's not. It's still a rookie, dude. To get like, okay, look at this, like a tight end one, meaning mm-hmm. one through twelve. I'm not saying the like, top three. You're I'm not saying top three. Right. Is worth a first. I don't like, think OJ Howard sure. is worth a first. Dude, it is. That's the thing. I wouldn't it's pay limited. It. So I you're saying I understand you wouldn't pay it. I'm saying in the market, like because you only have twelve tight ends, and really like the top six are worth even more than that but like for a, t- a tight end one they're worth the first all day Here's yeah if you're I moving at it if we were drafting right now and oj mm-hmm. howard was a free agent plus all the rookies i don't think oj howard is going in round one next year yeah oh for sure dude. yes i would dude i would sorry, take no, him no, in sorry. the first this round year, all day starting this year i would have taken him in the first round all day i think Over you get players like, like I would have. It would have been like Josh Jacobs, Nikhil Harry. Uh-huh. You know, maybe Miles. Like maybe four or five, six dudes, and then I would have taken Howard. Absolutely. If I was middle first or end of the first, I would have taken him. Would you take Harry? I mean, not Harry. Would you take Howard over Singletary right now today? No, I would take Singletary. So that's eight, right? Eight. Right. I don't so know, man. We'd have to look at the draft board. Yeah. But that's Steve. what I'm saying. Uh, my only point, we don't, and let's move on from the sure. trade. But yeah, it's. I think it's just. It, it's all how you view the value of the players. But typical, you know, typical, a player with two, three years experience that's a starter that puts up ten plus and has done it yeah. is as valuable as a rookie who hasn't touched the field. Okay. All right. Let's move which on. Which is a first is, round person. This is a. Uh, 
another trade that involves a first round pick. So Bill trade, this is a typical Bill Bradley trade. Oh yeah, and, that's what I wrote. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. I literally put this is one of those Bill wanted to make a trade to make a trade and doesn't care if his team gets worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was just to make a trade. Daryl Henderson Jr., Cam Newton, Damian Harris, who has been, oh, sorry, Golden Tate, who has been tossed around like a whore, uh, Robert Foster and Naheem Hines, plus a first and a second round pick to BDJ in exchange for Miles Sanders, Debo Samuel, Tyrell Williams, Damian Williams, Big Ben, and two third round picks, which was one of Bill's third round picks to begin with. So it came back full circle. Um, okay, but that but so this whole trade though was for D Williams for sure. I think also for Miles Sanders. Maybe I don't know, man. He was trying like Bill. He takes his team. His team's always in like a win now position because he's a very good team manager, and then he always fucks it up. Tinkers, and and then he always says, "Oh, building for the future." Well, when are you ever gonna fucking win? (laughs) Like, when are you ever gonna win? Like, this was a this was a. A nice trade for Jeff, man. Like honestly, yeah. when I first, I feel like Jeff loses a lot of trades, and it, it's just one of those things. I mean, he's constantly in a cycle of trying to get better, and uh, I think this was a nice trade for Jeff. I yep, do. I agree. Jeff won, and Bill kind of sold. So he sold off like people that he wanted, plus his first and second. It just, oh man, I just well, I don't see what he got besides Williams. I mean, that that Williams pickup is kind of fucked now because they're talking shady up like a motherfucker over in KC. Yeah, but he didn't know that was going to happen. Right, right. I'm saying at the time you're like, all right, I need my handcuff to hunt who like hopefully will be like the the lead guy for the rest of the year until hunts back. What are you talking about? Isn't uh, Devin Williams on uh, Kansas City? Yes, but Kareem Kareem Hunt is on Browns. Yeah, dude. Oh, I forgot he got moved. Yeah. Well, then well, I got picked up. Um, so I don't understand it at all. So maybe Bill should tell us why he made the trade because it's like, what did you I get? mean, he's got like, so Tyrell Williams is supposed to be the number two in Oakland. He, he apparently had a really good camp. Debo Samuel was a big rookie coming up. But I don't know, man. I don't really trust that. I, I don't trust San Francisco right now. And then Miles yeah. Sanders, maybe. But Darrell Henderson and Miles Sanders are like, that's a wash to me. These are all gambles. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't, without any kind of payoff. Like, even if they're, even if they are, quote, good, you're talking what? Six points for bench potter? Like, they're not going to, these aren't guys that are going to put up 20 points in a game. Like, nobody is expecting yeah. that. So, well, like, I think, what's, I think I the only the way puzzling... he wins. Good, he good. wins. He wins. Sorry, he wins this trade. I think if if Big Ben has a better season than Cam Newton, I think that's how he wins this trade. That's what I was but, talking about. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, otherwise, I don't think any of these fucking people are even going to start on his team. Maybe Damian Williams. Maybe Tyrell Williams. Maybe. And you sold two picks. <laughs> that's why it's yeah. like two picks plus because even even if Big Ben has a better year than Cam, they're both going to be. QB ones, the difference between them is going to be like 20 points. But does anybody think that? Does anybody think Big Ben is going to have a better year than Cam? No, I'm just saying I I don't think so. I mean, Juju is awesome, but like everybody else has to step up. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like historically, we... historically, Big Ben's been better than Cam Newton. Cam Newton's had a couple nice years, but he's been hurt lately. Yeah, but yeah. so is uh, I mean, Big Ben battles through injuries. I just think that's a poor dynasty trade. Yep, I agree. Yep. Um, I'm trying, trying to see what they're projected right now. I have a feeling that Cam is ranked higher than um, Big Man. I would bank on that, but I don't know. Like, I just think Damian Harris has a has an opportunity because Sonia Michelle's knee injuries are well documented. I'd think that Golden Tate is whatever he's been. Like I said, been tossed around a bunch. Um, Robert Foster and uh, I mean, like he's not really doing well in Bill's camp as a Bill's fan, knowing what I know. Um, and Hines, isn't he behind Mac right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I guess the biggest reward here for Jeff is the first and the second round pick plus Cam Newton. I think that benefits BDJ a lot in the future. Um, I just would have held on to Miles Sanders, personally. Yeah. So I just looked it up. So Chris, you were 
damn close. Big Ben's projected nine points more than Cam Newton. Yeah, so it's like stupid. Yeah. Well, and if you if you care at all about like owned percentage, which some sometimes I look at, Big Ben's only owned eighty eight percent. Cam Newton's owned ninety seven percent. So people value Cam more than Big Ben. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Um. So you think Jeff is the consensus here that Jeff won that trade? I think so. I think for the future, for sure. I think for this season, it's a wash. Uh, it's. I mean, it depends, man. If Big Ben has a huge season, and like Debo Samuel blows up, or I don't know, man. If for for Bill, it's a to be determined. For Jeff, it was smart. He built for the future. Okay. So, so it's risky. CBS CBS has them eight points apart. So that's okay. another source. Yeah. So basically the same thing. Three. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into power rankings. So. Every year, Power <laughs> every time we do this, and I can't say every year because we've only legitimately done it twice and the rest of this year is TBD. But when we talk about power rankings, what we're doing is we're ranking the, power. the teams from now until what we are projecting to the end of the year. Right. So whose team has been strengthened due to these trades, whose teams, which teams has been weakened as a result of these trades. Um, Mark, did you prepare power rankings? Yes, sir. All right. Why don't you give me your one through 12? I'm going to go 12 through one. That's fine. Wait, so, so we all have to go 12 through one. Then we'll all go 12 through one. Yeah, it's uh, nice to end with the top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No one gives a fuck about the bottom teams. That's true. Well, I got like a mishmash at the bottom. So, so all right. So I got 12 Jeff Maynard. I have 12 Jeff Maynard. We're not going to do it this way, Chris. Which way? <laughs> Mark, just go through 12 through oh, 1. I just wanted to say that's realigned. 11, 11, I have Rob. Okay. 10, I have Jeff Pagano. 9, I have Nick, which I just want to say is a bottom 5 team. <laughs> <clears throat> that's 20 bucks. Uh, 8, I have Evan. Time out. He put $20 on that? Oh, dude. I, I was going to... Get to it when we get to the matchup. We'll get to it again. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But yes, twenty bucks. Uh, Evan, I have eight, seven, six, and five. I put that they're all tight to me. But if I had to pick, I would probably say Morel is seven. Not so much of his team, but just because of his activity or, or lack thereof as a manager. Sure. Um, Bill would probably be six, and then Medeiros would be five. Okay. And then Chris is four. I put myself as three. Adam, I put as two, and Rich has got the fucking team, man. Rich is the one for me. All right, that's interesting. Um, Chris, why don't you run through 11 to 1 since we know you're 12? Yeah, I'm actually pretty close to Mark, uh, but we definitely have some differing opinions there. So so I have uh, Jeff, obviously, at the bottom. Then we got um, Pagano uh, coming up at number 11 spot. I got Nick. And ten and Rob at nine. So I feel like bottom five. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like all all those guys are um, rebuilds. Like these guys need to be focusing on trying to make moves, trying to get players, get draft picks. Like this is like what they need to be doing because they're not going to be competitive unless they do that. Um. So they need to make changes. Uh, I have Medeiros at eight. And honestly, I, I Mark, you like his team a lot more than I do. I feel like the only reason his team looks the way it does is because of Saquon. You take Saquon away, he's like a bottom ten, bottom four. So sure. I feel like that's the only reason he's even where he's at. So at five, I think that's pretty high. I have Evan at seven, um, but again, depending on Gurley here. Like if if Gurley does Gurley things, then yeah, I feel like Evan will be in a, a better position. If he so does. Uh, let, let me interrupt because I was yep. just I just clicked on Medeiros's team. I did. Yeah. I was I was in. I thought about putting him so he's in that seven six five to me. He could be yes. a seven. He could, but like, dude, Drew Brees, solid. Stefan Diggs, that's solid. Yeah, Saquon. You know, he's got Hunter Henry. Like, he's got some good depth too, man. I'm like, saying we're not rooting to... for him from the pack at all. Yeah, no, no. no. I, think I don't still... think he's winning, but like, he's in danger of missing playoffs still. In my opinion, yes. with Steam. Yes. So that's why I can't put him in the top six. Uh, yeah. so six. Um, I think Bill uh, really fucked himself with this trade. I think he just lost his future a little bit. So I know that doesn't really have to do with this year and breaks the rules a bit. But 
Um, I didn't really see the gain from the trade except for just moving play, swapping players around. And I feel like just basically bill swap people around and lost picks. So I have him at six. I have myself at five um, with Zeke. If Zeke sits out, I, I, I put myself down to like nine because I, I have no RB death, which is well known. Uh, so if Zeke doesn't play 16 games, um, that pretty much screws me. Um, but there's nothing I can do except make a big move, and that would hurt my team in other ways. So uh, I got Mark at four. Uh, I think Mark has the best RB squad. Uh, his depth is your depth is stupid. Uh, like when you look at his bench, he has guys like projected in the you know tens and twelves that he probably won't even play this year. So it's pretty pretty impressive, especially for flex uh, flexing people in during bye weeks. Um, but the only re- reason you're down here though is because your wide receivers are boring as fuck. Yep, <laughs> and it's like. It, the thing is, they could go off at certain games, but their floors are wicked low. Like, I, it's more likely for them to have like a bad or average game than it is for them to perform well. So that's why I would say that. Otherwise, you'd be a top three. Uh, I have Morel at three. Love his RBs. Wow, sick, sick depth. I think his team is awesome. Um, if his wide receivers step up, his roster, in my opinion, is like if DJ Moore actually ends up coming out of the gate as a wide receiver one, which he won't. But if he does, you know, I think Matt has a chance. Pending health and all those things. Uh, two, I have Rich. Da, da, da. Uh, because I have Adam at one. And I think your teams actually look really similar. Um, you know, Rich, I think, has... Hit, Rich is built for the future much more than your team is, mm. Adam. But I... Because I, his guys are just so fucking young. And it's all so good. Uh, whereas your team, I think you have a little more age... But also, you have young guys too. So, I think it's between you two for sure. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It. All right. Um, are you guys in the? Sorry, I'm just trying. Are you guys in the same division? Rich and I. No, you're not. So that no, could be not. the north. That could be the north versus the south. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like you guys are. It obviously it's pending, like bad shit happening. But you know, it's you guys have really good young teams. And you're in a position to be competitive for a few years without doing anything. It's interesting. Um, my, all right. So I constructed mine very similar to how you guys laid yours out. Um, keep track of you in particular, Chris. Keep track of how you rank these these teams because when we adjust them week to week, I want to know who has moved up and who has moved down from where, like we did in 2016, if that's possible. Um, yeah. All right, so 12, I actually have Rob. I think Jeff is built better. Uh, in terms of a dynasty sense, I think Jeff is built better than Rob's team. That's why I have Rob at 12 and um, Jeff at 11. Um, maintaining status quo with Mark, I have Nick at 10. Um, the only reason why I have Nick at 10 and not 9 is because Pagano I have at 9, and I think somehow, like last year, he started off super strong. Um, and I think he has the ability to do it again, especially now that LaShawn McCoy is going to take a lot of the chunk of the bulk of the of the running game in Kansas City. I think that's going to benefit him a bunch. Um, so I moved Evan down from 7 to 8. I moved Medeiros up to 7 from 8. I have Morrell Mar- staying steady at 6. Bill staying steady at 6. Um, and this is where it's interesting compared to how you guys ranked everything. I have myself at four, and I'm moving down from second because I think Chris, as a result of the Antonio Brown trade, even though we've shit on it, um, if everything should line up, I think you're actually in pretty good shape. But if we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott, that might be adjusted after next week. Um, having said that, I have you at three from four, Chris. Um and the top two, I'm surprised this has changed that dramatically for the two of you. Um, I have Rich moving up to two from three, and I have Mark, you staying steady at one. Um, I think, I don't know if you're pulling a me here about undervaluing your team in terms of verbiage on the podcast and what you're going to put out there, but I still think you have the strongest team, period. Your depth is ridiculous. Yeah, so if depth could win championships, then that would be sweet. But, but that we'll is see. what wins championships. Oh, it'll get you into the, it'll get you into the playoffs. But well, you the thing is, man, as soon as so like my pickups, you know, and my wr one, my wr one was T Y Hilton. I have him now on my bench. 
understandable. But so now, so now my WR one's cooks. I still I don't think trust, he's a WR one. Yeah, but I don't trust him as a WR one. And then Alshon, don't really trust him. Josh Gordon, who the fuck knows? And I think we yeah. know. So I mean, if it comes down to a depth and injury contest, yeah, of course I'm winning this fucking thing. But like, that's n- I, we'll see, man. Come trade deadline, I'm fucking stocked and loaded on 2020 picks, and right. I'm not afraid to make a big splash to get. OBJ. Yeah. When no, Chris I... doesn't make <laughs> Chris doesn't make playoffs or some shit, you know, man. I'll fucking I'll trade. I've people are hitting me up for Chris Carson. I'm getting trade offers for running backs, so like I know people want running backs, and I've got plenty of them and plenty of 2020 picks. Right. So. And I think I do think your weakest position is wide receiver, but I do also think that the only time we've ever seen a wide receiver group win a championship is when i i want to say it was when rich won because he had like calvin johnson and a bunch of other players i could be wrong about that but now the name of the game is if you don't have a top tier running back you're not winning right and that's why chris if ezekiel elliott doesn't play you're hurting bad yep i know i'm well aware yeah i mean my strategy not that it matters because it doesn't spoil anything but if if i'm not like come trade deadline if i'm not first or second i'm fucking making a big splash to get my ass up there yeah if i'm if i'm in third fourth fifth or sixth i'm fucking you better believe i'm blowing up everyone's shit for top wide receivers right but if Um, i'm if i'm if i'm one or two like if i'm undefeated or lost a couple games I'm just going to stay put. But, I mean, dude, I fucking have, like, the worst luck in this league. So, we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be... um, Trade deadline this year, I think, is going to be interesting. Because if it's anything like what's been going down, um, you know, recently when it comes to player uh, managers unwilling to part with people. Like, I feel like in Dynasty Leagues, especially, like, maybe with the exception of Jeff... A lot of managers are reluctant to get rid of their top tier players, right? I don't see Rob parting with I don't like an Aaron Rodgers for picks because I still think he he'll believe he's in it no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who did we say? So who are the bottom teams? I'm just curious. So it was Jeff. Jeff, Rob, Nick, Pagano, Evan. Jeff, Rob. In no Nick. particular order. And Pagano, he said. I, I believe. I'm just curious to see what they're like. Yeah, so just looking real. So Jeff has absolutely nobody I would even want. Yeah. <laughs> like just looking at wide receivers. Uh, maybe Mike Williams from Rob. Like maybe if he Nick fucking does what he's supposed to. And yeah, I mean, same thing. Maybe Landry, maybe A Rob. And Pagano and, has Evans. Pagano has it. Yeah. So even the so the shitty teams really are just shitty. <laughs> like yeah, they don't really, I, they don't really have anything you'd want. That, they don't really have anything that would make you better. No. No. Like they don't have win now pieces. So sure, maybe Mike Evans or maybe like whoever the fuck else I said. But otherwise, I'd have to be trading with one of those middle teams that's like afraid they're not going to make playoffs. Well, that and like if we're considering Medeiros one of those middle teams. The biggest trade chip that he has is Saquon. There's no fucking way he's parting with Saquon. No I would never. It. So, so for me, I don't need. I, I'm looking for wide receivers. But right, I would go right. after Stefan Diggs all day. I don't like, think he'll part with him, day. right? Because if he's flirting uh, with sixth place, why would he do that? Why wouldn't he try to buy? I don't know. You know Depends. what I mean? Especially if I don't know. It, it's it's way too early to dictate this, but I feel like those seven through one. It's going to be a coin flip, right? Like, I, I I, think that you and Rich are sitting pretty at the top. But the me, Chris, Bill, Morel, Medeiros, that could it could really no, go either way. I think, I think the four of us, I think me, you, Chris, and Rich are, like, pretty much 100% going to make playoffs. Unless, unless Zeke fucks over yeah, Chris. Right. All right. Well, let's get into week one. This is what we want to really talk about. I'm glad we're bringing back matchup of the week, blowout of the week, upset of the week shit. I kind of miss doing that. So, um, Chris, you want to take the reins on this? You got it, sexy. <laughs> Let me just uh, hit on this bitch real quick. All right. Are you dropping a player right now? Me? No. Yeah, we can you're, see um, your shit, dude. It says tr- your request... 
Request to change have been made. You see my oh, shit? You're on, D you're on DS. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You're sharing oh, you're the screen. Oh, you're actually being a fucking commissioner. I see. That was attempting. Nice. That was attempting. But that's sure. a different league. So, here we go with the pickums. All right, so... Uh, what, I don't know about you guys, but I like going through. I always go through the Yahoo list, basically look at the teams, look at the pickums, and also then I go back and kind of fill in. Uh, let me, let me interrupt you real quick. Of, did you did you pen and paper this shit? I noted it in digital form. All right, because I'm looking at your screen and it's not up. But anyways, get it's on my phone. Oh, gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah, the screens for Google. Uh, all right, yes. So, Wick one, uh, I kind of have my my first matchup. So, I got myself versus Rich. Um, to me, uh, I believe that this uh, really depends on Zeke plays. Uh, it looks like he's not gonna. So, uh, I'm giving it to Rich because uh, seems better than mine. <laughs> um, however, are, are we going? Are we all doing it? How are we doing this? Yeah, let, we can. let's let's can. Chris, you list the matchup and then we'll respond yep. in kind. Yep. So I'm going rich on this one. Uh, what do you What do you think, Mark? Rich. I think it'll be close. Uh, but it's, I'm going rich. That's interesting that you think it's close. I have rich. I have Zeke not playing, and this is my biggest blowout of the week. So blowout, really interesting. Yeah. Because so, you're not going to have Zeke. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I know. So, if for some reason Zeke plays, I don't think he will. But if he did, I would say this would be the matchup of the week. Actually, yeah, that's my this is my matchup of the week. Interesting. Go ahead. Like for for me for matchup of the week, I basically said uh, week one. There's really you're kind of just playing like everyone's playing uh, the same team you ended against last year, and mm -hmm. the teams look pretty similar to last year. So. I said for me, my matchup of the week would be my own fucking match against Bill because that's the match I care most about. Otherwise, I would, it's got to be Chris versus Rich. It's championship repeat, and it's the Super closest. Super Bowl 2.0. Yeah. 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 Like, I feel like those first three weeks of the season are really the times that teams, like, you gauge, you know, what you're going to be doing because you, you just got to get to eight. If you get to eight wins, you're, you're fucking in the playoffs. So those first three or four games, I mean, that's – you could get halfway there in those first three weeks so or four weeks. So, I mean, those are big matches. I agree. So, yeah. Um, so, next up, we got Bill's Shrug team versus the Wickers. Um, for myself, I uh, I ended up saying that Bill's team is just not strong enough uh, unless somebody weird goes off. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with uh, Mark on this one. I don't disagree, and that's my matchup of the week. Hmm. Mark, uh, yeah, I got myself. I don't think I, I think Bill's gonna be shocked at how mediocre his team is. Mm -hmm. So I actually have this as um, the upset of the week. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I actually think that Bill could pull it off, and because Mark has just the worst, worst FCFL luck, I yep. feel like to Mark. Well, for for like. Shock value. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually, I actually picked Bill. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I picked Bill because I feel like Mark's luck in this fucking league is so bad. His team will just completely shit the bed week one. He, he's like, all right, I'm fucking done. All right, over <laughs> under so, two torn ACLs. So, over under. Yeah, I feel like Mark's going to have a big injury. So we're going over. Okay. Like at the one o'clock. So, yeah. So. I, 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 I'm going Bill with the upset of the week to make things interesting. So for my upset of the week, I literally wrote, don't really see a potential upset. The only big matches would be Rich versus Chris, Adam versus Nick, or me versus Bill. And I said, I guess if I had to pick, I would say Bill over myself. <laughs> but I, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's an upset. My luck, I just always open the season 0-4. That's my notes. <laughs> so. <Yeah>. <laughs> so we agree. <laughs> All right. We agree. I can see it happening. I can see it happening, yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got Prime Time versus a damn Corsair. Damn Corsair. What do you think, Adam? I got myself. Fuck that. I'm I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm fucking winning this motherfucker. There you go. This Mark, week, I mean, we not the whole thing. This is my biggest blowout of the week. <laughs> Mine, too. I think Adam is going to 
beat, beat down. Yeah, beat his ass. Mm-hmm. So this is what I was gonna say. And so then Nick, it's gonna make Nick think, rethink his trading and like his like. Oh, I'm trying to win now. It's like in Dynasty, you can't. If you're not ready to win now, you can't win, can't now. win now. No, you gotta just enjoy the roller coaster of being like in the bottom. Being in the middle sucks. Like you don't yeah. want to get trapped in the middle. You either want to be at the bottom so you can sell, 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 or be at the top. Yeah, yeah. But, that's uh, how. That's how you. That's how you build a team and win. It's impossible. So, so the two bets that Nick made with me. The first one was that, and it was just me pushing his buttons and talking shit. And I knew. I know how Nick is. I knew he'd throw money at it. So well, I was like, he all was right. High as a motherfucker too. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So he. So he said. Uh, 20 bucks that he would finish higher than me regular season not playoffs and I said make it the FCFL buy and do 50 bucks I'll fucking take that bet all day right and then he got a little scared and he said no let's keep it 20 bucks so we have a $20 bet that he that I finished higher than him and then like two weeks later he's like I was talking shit again saying he's a bottom five team and he threw another 20 bucks at it so it's 40 <laughs> so if he finishes Bottom five, and you finish. Bottom five, and I finish. I could finish sixth, and yep. he finishes, you know, seventh, and I win forty bucks. Jesus Christ! Man, yeah, which very, is, very which bad gambles. Almost the FCFL buy-in. So I say Adam beat his ass, and uh, let's get let's get this started. All right. So thank you guys for believing in me here. All right, continue. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, Donnie's Dynasty versus Ontology. Uh, so I made this one a, uh, I think ontology would win. Uh, I think Evan will win, but I added a new category, the matchup that no one really cares about except for the team owners and even we'll the team owners, the who the fuck cares matchup of the week, the who the fuck cares matchup of the week. <laughs> also in parentheses, the owners probably also do not care. Okay. Um, or at least Evan, I have, uh, Pagano and this is my upset of the week. Nice. It would be an upset if his team came through. Oh, all right, fair enough. I also, I also have Pagano. I think week one, if you look at the matchups, I, yeah, I mean, just looking at it, I think Pagano looks pretty good. All right. Next up, we got Shrew Farms and the Team Gemtastic. Um, what do you got, Adam? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, man. Fucking Rob has went from hero to zero real quick. I got Morel. Yeah, Mark. Oh yeah, I also have Morel, and this was another possible blowout of the week. Yeah, so I also said uh, will be an important match for Shroot Farms. So I, I think the big thing is here: if he comes out of the gate swinging, Matt goes one and zero. Matt has a very competitive team, and I have him ranked high. Uh, and also, I love seeing Rob lose, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last matchup, go ahead. We got uh, thank God for Trump versus Thunder Thighs and Cankles. Um, I have uh, Matt's team winning here, but the thing is with Jeff, Jeff actually needs to win this. Yeah. Because um, if Jeff gets beat by um, Medeiros, then I feel like at that point Jeff should be straight up fire sailing like every PC has to get anything he can for next year. What do you say, Mark? I think Jeff needs to go without a single win this season, so I own the 101 next year. (laughs) So I'm going against Jeff all season long. All right. Um, I got Medeiros winning this too, and this is my who the fuck cares matchup of the week, if that's a new category. Yeah. I think the Evan one is more of a who the fuck cares. At least Medeiros is in position to possibly make playoffs. I, I think uh, yeah. Evan versus Jeff. They're like those. See, Big those are those middle. Those yeah. are those middle teams. You yeah. got to get out of the. And it's not Jeff's fault, man. He bought. He bought a team that fucking was just Joe, literally stacked full of the Cowboys. Yeah, it was Cowboys players, and that was it. You mean Jeff? Yeah, Jeff Pagano. Oh, Jeff bought, Pagano. Sorry, I thought bought, you meant Maynard. Bought, yeah, he yeah. bought Joe's team. Yeah, you're right. And it you're was right. it was a championship team. But it literally just had fucking Cowboys players and like minus Zeke. You know, <laughs> yeah, minus Zeke. Yep. Well, right. I had Zeke when it beat me. I just want to point that out. All right, all right. Um, let's turn off the music for this. Um, so we're gonna close this. This is pretty much shooting the shit. Um, I want to talk about the free agency ad drop shit, but I kind of want to get. This isn't to 
Um, I sort of buried the lead when we were talking about this before. This isn't to shit on any rules. It's just basically a clarification process. And I know in the chat, um, shit gets misconstrued and um, it gets misunderstood. So, like, my, my point is about this. First of all, free agency has ended. So no teams can do any sort of ad drops. Um, Mark, on the league document, you said, and this is the quote, uh, the day after the roster cut deadline date, example, deadline is 9-1, so on 9-2, which is today, all teams will be locked in ad drops until the first Tuesday of the NFL regular season, which will be, I want to say, what, the 10th? Um, it's the 10th. Yeah. Right. So no one can do ad drops until the 10th. Question. Correct. Clarification. Can people still make trades? Because it says nothing on the league doc about trades. Yeah, it has nothing to do with trades. Of course you can trade. Yeah. Well, the reason why I say that is because you said the team that you have is what you're walking into week one with. Yeah, man. Only you see that far into rules. Nobody well, I mean, else like, looks that, that far. Means, okay, so you can make trades. Of course, yeah. Okay. Um, so another thing, Evan had dropped Moali Cox on September 2nd technically passed it this morning yeah i know i saw it so you know if so 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 here's so here's where yahoo goes all right so it's like i would have i would have had to have stayed up until 11 59 and lock teams and i'm not doing that and if people want to bitch over mo alley cox then go suck some cocks right that's what i don't personally care but i'm just saying if we're going by rules it should be reversed based on rules but i don't care because fuck them i don't care yeah so if we were going like california time uh, he still would have had like three more hours. So, right. again, okay. Um, so let's talk about this shit. When it comes to the whole trolling was, aspect, well, just get back because yeah. this is when people are. Oh, if it was like this morning or someone fucking like this afternoon, but as soon as I woke up is the first thing I did. The the problem is you have to lock and unlock from a lap a, a, a PC. Right. You can't do it from a phone. So. Yep. I didn't fucking lay in bed with, I was probably up till midnight last night, but I didn't lay in bed with my fucking laptop. You know, I was watching TV. So if, if I had my laptop, I would have probably done it last night, but I didn't. So of course, it's like, Yahoo. all of this is Yahoo, man. And Chris can like Chris started DS in uh, MFL and we are still in a league in MFL and you get used to it. You definitely get used to it, but it's for uh, like how inactive people are in this league. MFL would never work. Like DS is probably more active members, and it didn't work in DS, and people just would not give a fuck if it was on MFL. So all this bullshit is because of Yahoo. It's all Yahoo. You just you can't do anything. Sure. There's, it's not customizable. You have to put everything on pen and paper. And we fucking learn as we go. I mean, this is our first true year as being a dynasty league. Of course, so. no, no, no doubt. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that we should reverse or do anything about Evans' ad drop. I don't care. I just didn't. I'm, I'm putting this out into the universe in the event that someone in the chat bitches about it, so you can have the platform right now to sort of answer that without having to put it in words. It's in audio, so it's out there um, in the uh, in the universe. So um, when it comes to the, the aspect of picking up your drafted players, um, I get the, the aspect of Yahoo not being able to give you a large enough roster to really conform to dynasty traditional settings, right? Cause that you could technically have like a 52 man roster in an actual dynasty, uh, setup in that Yahoo doesn't provide. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the way that it works like on MFL is you have a setting where you can set a date. So let's say November, uh, September 7th, which is the start of the season. So September 6th, you would set as the deadline. And, um, you have like, I think our league has 36 roster spots and, um, come September 6th, it, it forces you, you, you cannot do anything else. You can't even submit a lineup until you cut six people. Got it. Okay. Which is awesome. I wish we could do that, but we can't do that. So when you take that into you know consideration, like all off season, you can add drop people, you can move things, you have your, your drafted guys are just kind of on your roster. So it's the same exact thing that we're doing here. Your guys are on your roster. They're just not on Yahoo. Correct. And if people if people can't fucking open up the dock, it's literally 
Control what? F, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying if you think about how many clicks it actually is, it's one to open your fucking internet browser, one to click on the bookmarked link, and then fucking Control F. Yep. So like four keystrokes, and you're there. If you can't do that, then I don't know. You get locked because you're a fucking dumbass. Right. Um, I guess my point is is that I don't necessarily have a problem with taxi squatting motherfuckers, right? Like, I don't, I don't mind people waiting on their drafted players because, as you mentioned, you like to have the option open. Like, for, for example, say if whoever drafted Madison, Madison Torres ACL, he's not having to go through the bullshit of doing an ad drop or whatever. He can just let him go or unless he wanted to pick him up, whatever. My problem is, is that it's evident that certain motherfuckers were trolling the league and purposely waiting, not out of strategy, but because they thought it was fucking funny. And I just yeah, think one, that's, that's one person. It's one person. I don't know, man. I, I, Dude, I, it's, it was one person. It was rich. That's okay. it. He's the only true troll of the league. And it's it's fine. I feel like you just get to a point, dude. He fucking unfriended me on Facebook. Like, <laughs> you get to you get to a point where it's just like the childish bullshit. Just you just ignore it. Right. You just ignore it. And if he ever listens to this, which he won't, but if he ever listens to this, I guarantee I'll get a text of like, dude, you gotta fucking call me names. Da da da. Well, don't unfriend people on Facebook and then fucking troll all the time. Right. I just think the trolling is unnecessary on for the league, and I understand like a, a strategic aspect but at the same time like i get on the one hand it's fucking laziness when you don't control f shit you should be doing that but on the other hand like there's there's really no strategic in essence way to fucking not pick up your your guys i just think your people are doing it just to test if someone's team can get locked to make i free see i, dis- a little I bit disagree more man open i fully disagree because i on my team right now I literally have nobody like so after week one, I'll probably drop one of my kickers. I just want this kicker for week one. Mm-hmm. And then after that, man, like maybe I drop Flacco. Maybe I don't. Otherwise, I literally have nobody on my team I want to drop. Nobody. I have no space to like flex out guys or free agent guys or whatever. So for me, when you have a really deep team with fucking starters and really good dynasty prospects, it's nice to have that extra wiggle room for those like three or four weeks right. where you can fuck with free agency. And then, you know, in the end I didn't even pick up two. I drafted four guys. So out of the seven rounds, I only had four draft picks and I only kept two of them. I feel and if like I had, Pollard if I had, deci- if I had decided that up. from the beginning, I would have never been able to like, you know, I would have never even grabbed Flacco. Right. I would have never, you know, it's like, I think he's the only one that's still on my team that I picked up. Flacco, Dallas, and Matt Prater. I, I, who knows if I would have had them. Well, I mean, Dallas wasn't drafted. Dallas was dropped. Yep. Right. So, so my point is, is that like you knew you were going to pick up Pollard. Like you knew that's, that the that's entire not true, time. Dude. Eh. I didn't. No. From from the start of the draft, there's no way. No, no, no. Pollard... You knew that like last week. You when I drafted Pollard, whoever drafted Mike Weber said. Wait, is it decided that Pollard's the starter? I just did research. Sure, you know, people sure. didn't know who he was going to be yet. But last week, you knew you were going to pick him up. Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't even really look at it until like three days before. All right, fine, fair enough. I, I just, for me, it's yeah. just there's got to be a, a method to filter out the fucking trolling. There has to be. Yeah, you just fucking control F your shit. All right. I don't want to believe the point. It's not, it's not even a big deal. So I will add a clause that protects what Jeff did that, that says uh, if, a, if an incorrect manager adds a player they shouldn't have added and they drop them and someone else thinks that they were available, then sure, I will reverse that without a penalty because that's just like, that's a lot of steps of like, Correct. all right, I got to figure out who the original owner of this player was. Could they have legally picked them up and dropped them? And am I now okay to add them? Right. Like that's a lot of steps. Or the other option is I just do what Chris does in DS, which is the easy way, and there's nothing wrong with it. And you just fucking lock teams the entire offseason. But that's mm. just so it's so boring. Right. Like there's no activity. Like dude, if 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 you if you look like if I could show you the DS chat 
for the last like two or three weeks, every fucking day, it's people. Can we add free agents? Can we do this? Can we fucking update our rosters? Can we yeah. see all this shit? You can't even what update your add. roster. He can't do anything. Oh fuck! All right. Correct. Yep. Chris is just a lazy fucking commissioner. Well, and is this fine. standard in dynasty leagues? Like, I, I, this is the only one I'm in. No, there's so in, on Yahoo, you've got to do it one of the two ways. You either keep teams locked. Well, I guess you could do it three ways. You could keep teams locked. You could do it the way that I'm doing it, which is kind of a medium. Or you just fucking tell people, look, you have 48 hours to add your dudes, and then we're going straight into free agency. But the problem with that, too, is that it doesn't go into fab. So, like, it's literally, if I say, okay, uh, 10 a.m. on Wednesday, we're going to open up free agency, I technically am the very first person that get that gets dibs on a player because I am the one. Yeah. And that's not fair. Like that's not fucking fair. Okay. So I, I will never I will never do a forty eight hour window. It'll never you guys can say it all you want. I'm never gonna do it. No, I understand. Because it's, it's understood. It's not fair. No, it's fine. I totally I'm I'm kinda over it. My question that you kind of didn't answer is is that standard in dynasty leagues? In in other words, is it standard for you to lock in uh, make teams or managers incapable of ad drops until the start of the season. Is that like standard in dynasty leagues? I don't know. On Yahoo, I don't see any other way around it. Well, Chris, where did you learn this and why did you implement this in your league? Uh, I mean, for me, it literally is like easier. And I just kind of felt like if you're going to draft guys, uh, we make cuts and then you get your actual team after that point. Okay. I just don't understand why if you're going to draft somebody, you know, there's no real reason other than you know, just to like have a frenzy free for all and then the most active players kind of get the pick of the litter, which is usually the case, but it's it's a little unfair with everybody having different schedules. Okay. Um even with plenty of notice, it's just like some people just physically are not possible able to like be there first. You right. know what I mean? Okay. All right. That's all. So it's not a dynasty thing. It's a Chris Allman thing. And I get it. All right. So that's it. Like, so, so that's, so, um, after the draft, you know, I opened up free agency and we'll continue to do that. So I'll continue to say the day after the draft is complete, I will open up free agency. But at that point, man, it's fucking slim pickings. There's nobody exactly. out there that people want. Like, if you look through the transaction history, you've made the most ad drops, and mm-hmm. you fucking pick up a dude, and then the next day you drop him. Yep. And you pick up a dude, and the next day you fucking drop him. Mm-hmm. So it's just you on your whatever fucking Adam Schefter shit that you're reading or whatever you're fucking looking at. And you're like, ooh, I got to grab this guy. And then literally, like, within the next day, you've already dropped him. It's just dark, so though, it's, but regardless, guys. Yeah, but... But again, so it's it's just nobody's. Yeah. Whereas if you open it up and you're like, all right, guys, you've got 48 hours to fucking do all your research, figure out if these are the guys you actually fucking want, and add them to your roster. Like Chris is saying, man, people are on vacation, people are doing shit. Like it's summertime. That's not what you I'm can't... suggesting. That's not at all what I'm suggesting. I'm you suggesting you have a you period built, of time you... to add the players that you wanted in the draft anyway, and Correct. keep free agency you open. You, you guys said 24 hours on the chat. I'm just saying, you, like, Nick, and, Nick and Bill said 24 hours. That is fucking unreasonable. But to draft the guys that you already did the research to have on your team anyway, like there shouldn't be any second guessing. Or you didn't do research because you didn't fucking pay attention because it's summer. So you just open up the thing. You look at the next best available guy and you just say, that's who I'm taking. Then that's your consequence because you fucking, yeah, but, yeah. why else would you be in a dynasty draft? If you're not doing because, any sort of, you have 24 hours to make the pick anyway. Yeah, it's okay. Know, it's man. fine. It's it's it doesn't matter. Like I I it, it's obviously it's your rule and that's fine. Like I'm not I'm not upset about it. It just I guess the only thing that bothers me is the trolling. And you're you're right. It's down to one dude, and I just think it's bullshit anyway. But it doesn't matter. Like it, if if this is the way that is best for the league, and there's no doubt in my mind that you have made dude, the thought process. All, like I mean, it does it doesn't matter. It's not like a uh, keeping this person secret. He's always the last person to register for the league. He's always the last person to pay for the league. He's always the last person to do everything. Right. Is is he that busy? I don't I know, don't man. So. He's He's got a kid and a fucking job. Matt Medeiros has four kids and a fucking job. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you can argue that he's more busy than anyone. It's, it's just his prerogative, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. Sure. All right. 
Um, side note, Nikhil Harry has been placed on IR, and they re-signed Demarius Thomas. Just a heads up. Um, oh, fuck yeah. So that's some Patriots news for you guys. But all right, that's all I got. Um, I don't know if you guys want to make anything, uh, say anything rather in closing. Um, Mark, you have the commish stuff, so if you want to take the floor, go ahead. No, dude, I, I have nothing to say. It's just if people want to actually make like valid points, I, I think the time to do it would be to do like a summer get together and people fucking shoot the shit and we actually try to, to come up with something. The problem is people are just going to get together, get drunk and talk shit. Nothing's going to ever come of it. Right. So if people want to actually like the active people actually want to get together and bring some ideas to the table, then that's fine. But otherwise, when it's just a bunch of people bitching on the chat, it's always going to just be the same thing. Sure. Bitching on the chat, motherfucker. You got anything you want to add, Chris? Or you just want to sing? Nah, man. Uh, you this sing. is great. It's all good. Welcome welcome back to uh, FCFL Week 1. Let's go! Alright, so, go. hey, Chris, pay attention. When are we doing this again? Next week, after Week 1. So, Tuesday? Are we doing this on a Tuesday? Tuesday night it's good. I don't know, man. Sure? We'll figure it out. We right. we'll figure it out. We got oh, someone texted me. We gotta <laughs> deliver the content to our people. You guys I, should try to do it. What day do you have band practice? Wednesday. Wednesdays. Yeah, just do it on Tuesdays. It's perfect. Or Thursdays. Like I don't mind doing this. Or We've Thursdays. done it during uh, Thursday night football anyway, so it, it doesn't really matter. But. All right, that's all I got. That's all we got. Till next time. Peace out, motherfuckers. Say your peace. Bye. Later.